0: we're on the fifth and final podcast for Torah Dale we start with section twelve. Um, last section we discussed, last podcast we discussed the story of Rabbi Yehuda Hindua. As about the Gemara Baba Batra, page 74b, and how Rabenu explains that entire story to um, within the realm of our lesson, within the understanding of our lesson. Rabenu is going to add a new idea here, very important idea. So, maybe pay close attention and uh, maybe have uh, God's help to finish this lesson. And this, all that we mentioned above, is the aspect of refuot, what we call healings. Because charity is a healing to all, all the makot, all the plagues, all the sicknesses. Um, because Rabbeinu is saying that, not only Tzedakah, but all the aspects that we mentioned above, are the aspect of what we call refuot, healings. They all represent healings. Tzedakah Tzedakah, Charity is a, is a healing. that they brought down in Malachi chapter 3. Charity has healing in its wings. Meaning that what? Tzedakah has the power to heal. Zaken, what we talked about earlier being the idea of Zaken, being old. Chokhma, holy oldness we're talking about though. Chokhma, meaning one who acquired wisdom. Zaken, um, is a play on the word Zekana chokhma. And this zikna, this oldness, is what we call refua, is, is a healing. it's brought down in Mishnah chapter 12, the tongue of the wise heals. And what what does wisdom have to do with being old? As we saw above, that being old represents that you acquire wisdom. So the tongue of the wise men will heal. So, meaning, the only reason why you're wise is because you have zikna, you have oldness, and um, the tongue of those who are old is able to heal. Ratzon, who bechnet refuah. Will is also an aspect of healing. Moshe is brought down in Yeshayah chapter 61. God has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. To proclaim a year of Ratzon. Meaning that the year of Ratzon, the year of favor, is there to be able to heal those who are brokenhearted. Those who, are, who need a healing the works of the acts of creation as we saw above um, in the lesson. (inaudible) Who refwah also is is also healing. (inaudible) Kemoshe is brought down in Divrei Amim, Book 2, Chapter 24, that the repair work, that the work went well into their hands. Because the healing of a wound comes through many different aspects. Um... Here uh, and now, Rav was going to explain how how the melechet Rashid is an aspect of healing. That at the beginning, at the beginning, when a person has a wound, you need to open the mouth of the wound, the opening of the wound. Then you need a purgative. Then you need to draw out all the pus and all the blood that is damaged within the wound. Then afterwards, you need to clean cleanse all the blood. There should be no damage or impurities there. So that all the bloods within the body are able to flow properly and to move around in their normal order according to what they feel, according to what they need to do. Without any restraint. Because when the blood flows and goes around the body properly, when it goes to the place when there's a damage over there meaning in the place of the wound they are prevented over there they are restrained over there there's an obstruction and over there by the wound is where all the turbidity and all the damaged blood is there because this is the way it works in the place where it's damaged that um all sorts of turbidity and damage and uh, blemishes within the blood are all restrained over there and they all gather up and build up over there. And then the blood cannot flow throughout the body because it's blocked over there. And they're not able to go around there. Their, their, they're not able to um, make that flowing properly and to go around the body in their normal flow. For the blood courses in a regular manner, that it goes around the blood uh, around the body in this manner and in this manner many times during the hour, etc. Et Each and every vein or vessel has its own uh, pathway, and the blood takes that pathway many times during the day. But when there's turbidity, when there's blemishes, then all that blood, even the healthy blood, is blocked over there in the place where that damaged blood is. And they're not able to flow properly. Therefore, you need to cleanse that place and purify that place so that the blood can flow. And then afterwards, the final thing is to close up the mouth of the wound, to stitch it up. And all these aspects of healing that we just mentioned are created through what we just mentioned above, the aspects above because charity charity represents the opening of the mouth of the wound. As we saw about charity. you shall surely open up your hand, as in reference with regard to charity. Um, so the opening, which is the opening of the, of the wound, that is charity. wisdom that wisdom represents the strength of that purgative. B'ifrinat, the chapter The drawing of wisdom is more precious than pearls. Meshe the drawing of wisdom, that purgative. What does it mean that the drawing of wisdom is more precious than pearls? More precious than what? Mi'lifnai Not mipninim, but milifnay From the innermost recesses, meaning even More than the Kodesh HaKodashim. The Holy of Holies. As as it brought down in the Gemara Yoshami Shabbat, Al-Pasuk on the verse. It's more precious than pearls. More precious than the um, innermost places. Look over there in that Gemara. And you'll see. So we see that. That the drawing of wisdom. What's that drawing? It's Wisdom. The wisdom has the power to draw; it's that purgative in this in the scenario that we mentioned above and how to heal a wound. <inaudible> that the wisdom is able to draw out and to bring out all the damages from within the blood, from within the body, <inaudible> from all the innermost places. Regel, what's the leg? Um, or Regel, being that it's the um. <clears throat> Um, the festival. The festival represents the revelation of raton As we saw, Baba Redis, So through this, through the aspect of the reggae, the festival, the holidays, what do we do in the scenario of the healing? We create We are able to cleanse and push out that bad blood. In order that the other blood is able to flow properly. And this is the aspect of regel. As brought down in Menachim, Book 1, Chapter 1. In Rogel. Um, in Qobis. What does it say on the, in the verse over there? In Rogel. The spring of Rogel. But what does Rashi translate that as? What is in Rogel? It's in Qobis, The spring of Kobes cleansing. So Rogel, which translates the word Regal, which means the festival, is the aspect of Kovest cleansing, meaning cleansing the blood. When we... Reveal the aspect of the festival, which is the revelation of God's Ratzon. we're able to cleanse the, the bad blood from within. Meaning, through the festival and the holidays which we celebrate, and which we reveal uh, God's Ratzon. through this we create a Hadachat V'chibus adamim. we're able to push out and to cleanse the blood. And now the blood is able to flow properly. This is why we call the regel, the holiday or the festival chag. What we call chag, the holiday. What is chag? It comes from the word sibuv, which means to circulate. It's brought down in Yeshayah chapter forty. He who sits above the circumference of the earth, etc., etc. What does it mean? Above the circling of the earth. Chug comes from the word Chasibuv. It's the same idea. It's the same language. Chug and Sibuv. They're both connected. So Chug comes from the word Chag. And the Chag, in which we celebrate the Chag and revealing God's Ratzon, we're able to cause the Sibuv Hadamim. We're able to cause the blood to circulate properly. Because through the cleansing of that blood we're able to cause the other blood to flow properly what does it mean the acts of creation what does the acts of creation have to do with all of this how did God create the world As it said the world is built on chesed because through all the aspects that we mentioned above um, we're able to reveal God's chesed in the world the influx of chesed that the world is sustained through God's kindness and you shall be called the priests of God. And then all the all the labors, are nullified. And through this, the aspect of the kohen, uh, the priest, which is the aspect of chesed, loving kindness, which is revealed in the world by through all the the aspects we mentioned above. Through this, we close up the mouth of the wound. It brought down in Baikha chapter 13, that who's responsible for closing up the wound? The Kohen. The Kohen will close up the wound. Meaning the Kohen, the aspect of Chesed, closes up the wound. That through kindness, which is the Kohen, we close up the wound completely, and then we're completely healed. And this is an explanation of the verse we started the lesson with. Uh, with on the day of the uh, first fruits. Bikurim, the first fruit, this represents the commencement, the beginning. As you saw above, um, that there's nothing that compares to the pain of the first childbirth. Of a woman who's giving birth for the first time. A first time birth comes the word, comes the word Bikurim. Same language Rabin was saying. Look at the Chidush which is the begin which beginning is this when you bring a new offering to God meaning the beginning of charity when you begin anew to give charity this represents a new gift a new charity the beginning of charity meaning that... Charity starting again. You're beginning to break that cruelty again to turn it into compassion. Because gifting, mincha, is an aspect of charity, as brought down, we saw already in this lesson. Magishem um, mincha bitslaka. Magishem mincha, presenters, or those who present an offering, bitslaka with charity. Meaning, those who present a mincha, an offering, is bitsaka with charity, that the offering is tzaka. through that charity, we're able to rectify the aspect the aspect of oldness that we talked about. The the bad oldness as we talked about. This is why it says Meaning that when the beginnings are difficult, like a, a, like the first um like a woman who's giving birth for the first time, that it's more difficult than all the other times. Um how do we open up this beginning? Through tzedakah? Or which beginning is the most difficult that it's actually saying, that Rabbanu is saying? Which is the most difficult of all the beginnings? It's it's charity. The avodah of tzitaka, of giving tzedakah, is the hardest. And on your shavuot, on your festivals, this represents zaken, being old of age. Because as it's brought down in Rashi, Um, on the first of the Ten Commandments Rashi comments over there that um, that God appeared to us in um, or appeared to us like an old man and Shavuot the day of Shavuot is the day where we receive the Torah meaning through the aspect of this new gift which means the new the new beginning of giving charity we rectify this concept of Zaken being old which is the aspect of this holiday of Shavuot as we saw because on Shavuot God appeared to us and gave us the Torah like an old man and through this we're able to nullify the nourishment of the forehead of the snake because where did the uh, forehead of the snake receive all its sustenance from? it receives all its sustenance from those people of old age and in the generation that aren't proper that they don't add Da'at and and by doing, subduing those old people who are not holy, we are able to listen to that sound of the festival. Which is calling out and revealing God's Ratzon, Supernal Will. this is why it says in the verse, It shall be called, um, it should be sanctified as holy for all of you. Uh, sorry, meaning, what is Mikra Kodesh? Um, what is mikra? Meaning Kore to call out. Kodesh, what is Kodesh? It's the holiday. This is the the sound of that calling of Yom Tov galut which is the revelation of Ratzon She uh, Machni sorry? Mikha Kodesh Kana. This is what we call Mikra Kodesh. Um that it should be sanctified as holy. Or it should be called holy. Because now the sound of Yom Tov, which is calling out to reveal God's Raton, can be heard. That sound can be heard through charity. Because charity is subduing the forehead of the snake, um, that um, wisdom of nature, which is constantly trying to overpower that sound of Yom Tov. And then after, through the revelation of Ratzon, a favor, all Um, labors and work should not be done. Because through the revelation of Raton, fear is created. And once that fear is created, it's able to draw down an influx of chesed, of loving-kindness. As we saw above, that once loving-kindness is in the world, there's no need to do any labor. Because the world is completely maintained through God's loving-kindness. It says that the world will be built on loving-kindness. And then after that loving-kindness is drawn down, those um, foreigners will come and shepherd their sheep. And you shall be called the priests of God. Kohane being the chesel. This is what it says. All sorts of labor shall not be done. Meaning there, there needs to be no labor done whatsoever. No involvement in the world because the world is completely sustained through God's chesed as we saw that we are called the priests of God. But only when God reveals that chesed in the world. We continue. There is a difference between wild animals, between those wild animals that we talked about and between the forehead of the snake. Because those people... Who put who who seem to be wise? Who put all their reliance upon nature? Which represent wild animals. They hold on. These are the wise, quote unquote, wise people that hold on to their (inaudible) chokmatativa, to their philosophical nature and wisdom, which puts everything under the realm of nature. They hold on to that nature (inaudible) to their benefit, (inaudible) because they have tremendous benefit from that. That belief, in order to hold up their their dad, their knowledge, their their falsehood, etc., etc. But the wise man, but that wise man who represents the forehead of the snake, he is a wicked, and um, he's a wicked man, an atheist, without any benefit at all that he has no benefit at all from his wisdom. He is literally a devout villain, a villain with so much devotion, that he's wicked and he's devoted to his cause without any benefit at all. He gains nothing from it. The other people um, who are considered the wild animals, um, these people the difference between the wild animals and the forehead of the snake is difference between those two types of people. There are those people who, who put their belief um, under nature, meaning that they they believe that everything um, that happens in the world is because of um, the constellation of, this, of uh, the constellations, etc., and that it's nature running its course. But they gain benefit from that belief. They are doing it because they have benefit from that belief. Where there are, there's that wicked person who's the aspect, aspect of the forehead of the snake who is literally to the point where he is um, has no benefit at all from that, that wisdom. He literally does it to completely deny God. Um, he's a devout villain. He's a devout wicked person. Um, look in Korveor. In, uh, in Corveor, written by Rabbi Avram B. Nachman, there's a beautiful story over there. And um, it's very known in uh, the stories of the uh, in, in the stories of uh, Rabenu Akadosh and the, the students, that when Rabenu came to Uman for the first time, eight years before he passed away, he encountered uh, three philosophers, three Jewish people who ended up denying everything of God and denying the religion and denouncing Judaism, and became philosophers and delved into what we're talking about right here, this chokhmah tateva, to the point where when um, Rabenu came back eight years later and ended up stepping foot in the house of um, um, Nachmanatan, a person actually, funny enough. That was his name, Nachmanatan. A person who literally denounced God completely to the point where he um, he made a promise, a vow, never to mention the name of God in his house. So Rabenu said before he entered Uman, because this person had passed away, they were taking over his home. Rabenu said before he entered Uman, he said that for the first time when we do Kiddush on Friday night, we will say the name of God in this household. So there were many philosophers at the time as the Enlightenment period was getting very strong. And Rabenu warned us very much about this. And um, in the story in Korveor, how Rabenu encounters these three philosophers, which he ended up um, bringing closer and closer to um to the point where the main philosopher by the name of Hirsh um, who was running the entire town of Uman, was very close to the Tsar of Ukraine, etc. He had lots of influence. It was actually he who ended up doing tshuva over a course of time. And it was actually he who we have to think, funny enough, um, obviously all thanks to Rabbi Natan, that why Rabenu was buried in the place he's buried. All the students wanted to bury him somewhere else. But Rabbi Natan knew where Rabenu needed to be buried, in that cemetery in Uman. And actually the philosophers, because they liked Rabbi Natan very much, um, and Hirsh had lots of influence, he's the one who ensured that Rabbi Natan would get his way and buried Rabenu in that cemetery. Um, but there's a story about how Rabbenu inc- encountered these philosophers, and Rabbi Nathan actually used the language to call Hirsh before he did Shuvah, he called him the Metzach Hanachash, the forehead of the snake. Which means that Hirsh was at this place of Rasha Yareh, of devout villain. Look over there in, the, uh, in Korvei Or, you see the language over there that they called Hirshbear Metzach anachash, That Rabbi Nathan said he was the Metzach of the Doh. He was the forehead of the snake of the generation. Imagine what we're talking about. How Rabinu had to use the Metzach and he subdued him completely to the point where Hirshbear on his deathbed, as we know, um, Hirshbear's son actually wrote to Rabbi Nachman, I believe, Mitunchin. He wrote him a letter. Could have been Rabbi Nachman But he wrote him a letter on his deathbed that when Hirshbear, he moved... Um, I think he taught at Oxford University, but on his deathbed, he was saying, uh, the Rebbe, the Rebbe, the Rebbe, constantly, referring to Rabbi Nachman, on his deathbed, those were his last words, basically. (laughs) And, uh, to the point where, look at the impact, that a tzaddik like Rabbenu, who stands opposite the Metzach and to subdue that strength, and those philosophers, as Rabbenu said, Um, I have accomplished, and I, I will accomplish, I have been victorious, and I will be victorious. Meaning that the tzaddik is constantly standing at our aid to protect the Jewish people from those chayot out and the mezach who is trying to swallow, um all of us up in his um, in his folly. There's many beautiful stories like this. Um, I recommend looking in all those Sfarim. and um, the especially meim um for all these stories as well says, All the concepts in this lesson are one. Each and every one of these concepts are tied in one another. That charity is very difficult at the beginning. But the benefit and the advantage of charity is extremely great. Because through charity, literally, you can get to the point where well, you do not need to do any labor, any work at all. Because through charity, the world is completely, completely governed by God's chesed alone. Because through charity, we remove all the sustenance of the forehead of the snake, in which you um, receive sustenance from those elderly of the generation. Then we, re- we are able to listen to the calling of that Yom Tov, that is um, calling out and revealing Hashem's raton, and then fear is revealed. Because the essence of fear is only through that revelation of raton. A favor and through that fear, we cre- we create a conduit, a vessel, to accept um, this influx of kindness. Because without that vessel, without that conduit, it's impossible to accept that kindness. Um, sorry, only through that fear, which is that conduit and that vessel, through that vessel of fear, we receive and we accept God's chesed, and then the world can be maintained through chesed. And then we don't need to do any labor at all, because the verse is fulfilled, that those zarim, those people who are foreign, will stand and shepherd, Uh, your sheep will do your work for you as we saw above that's it for the lesson we merited to finish this most amazing lesson then we're going to enter another very long lesson which is going to speak about amazing, amazing ideas maybe we have the merit to study it